This, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio With Fritz, Mike, and Tina. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, Trish, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. Welcome to God Stories Radio. This is session 172. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? Hey, we're here. Thursday night. (laughs) Yes, it is. I feel the electricity in here tonight. (laughs) 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 Or is that just the static coming in from the the inclement weather? I don't know. I was going to say there's electricity going on outside. Well, you ain't kidding. (laughs) What's going on over there, Mikey? Uh, How's your week? Riding the wave. <laughs> Riding the wave. Uh, yeah, Mikey. Uh-huh. I just, you know, challenge where I'm at. Um, I don't know if it's time or or what I've been asking Father, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yes, we will. We will truly see. How about you, babe? How you doing over there? Doing good. A better week than last, so I'm very grateful for that. Awesome. Yeah, and um, just... Just trying to keep afloat. It's still extremely busy and just trying to, you know, keep all the balls juggled up in the air rather than splattering down onto the floor. You figure out how to do that, you give me a call. (laughs) That's for sure. Hey, we got some shout outs tonight. We do. We have a couple of Facebook likes. So we want to thank uh, Ackerman JL. Ackerman. Thank you, Ackerman. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, Jacob Cabrera. Thank you, Jacob. Jacob, Jacob. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for liking us. Thank you for liking us on Facebook. And, and Mike has informed me that this is the last of the Facebook oh, likes. Oh, no. So we need more. We need more we of need you more to Facebook go on Facebook. Get your friends and friends of friends and friends. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, friends. we don't want this well to run dry. Oh, I know. <laughs> because we're, we're just here for hope and encouragement. Everybody needs some. We just need Facebook likes because we like to say people's names. <laughs> it's not about about us anyway, but it makes me feel good. Not as long gonna, as it makes you feel good. I'm not going to lie. It really does. You know, I just wanted to talk for a quick second about what this ministry is about. It is just a, a ministry out there available to anyone who needs that hope and encouragement. And it doesn't cost them anything to listen. It's just something that's a resource out there that can help. And it doesn't matter what your story is, there's something here for everyone. When you listen to all of these testimonies, there's definitely something that's going to resonate with you. And we just want you to pass it along to your friends to let people know that this free resource is out there for them. That's what ministry is all about. You know, God's really into giving free gifts, and this is one of them that's mm-hmm. out there. And it, it speaks well of our mission statement, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Yeah, we got quite a gift sitting with us tonight. I yes, can't we wait do. to, uh, to yeah. get into that. Uh-huh. And we're going to have some special prayer uh, later, Yes, too. Well, well, you might as well bring that up. You go ahead, Fritz. Go ahead. You had a couple. Well, yeah, I, I, I just want to remember our guest that was here last week, uh, Chris Musgrove, Pastor Chris. Mm-hmm. I was informed that, that his dad passed away. Uh, what I don't know if it was right after the show or the next day after the show. 
his dad passed away. So it just uh, just kind of breaks our heart. You know, there's a lot of people dealing with stuff with that with stuff. Right. Yeah, and then it's hard. You know, when the the folks that raised you get old and their time is near, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. You know, it, you'll do whatever it takes. You'll break your own back to save theirs. You just will. Right. And I want to ask uh, the GSR family as well. Um, I had, where I work, a couple people during the week came up to me and asked for prayer. Um, so um, a, uh, a couple friends at work, a woman, her husband just found out that he has cancer. His name is Mike. So join us in prayer for these uh, for these people. And then a friend of mine um, also at, the, at work there, he just um, let me know that uh, um, he's being tested they're getting a biopsy for uh, uh, PSA. So, um, and he came right up to me and asked. He says, "You know, I need, he says I know that you do a lot of praying. So, could you add me to your list?" So, I'm asking for the GSR family to uh, join me, join us in prayer for these two, uh, Mike and Jeff. Isn't that amazing, though, Mike? With that, even though you're not like uh, you know John the Baptist, or you're out proclaiming Christ in, in the crowds and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you, it's it's nice to know that uh, people are watching. Right. And people are they're watching your lifestyle and watching what you say. And then, you know, in times of crisis, that's when they're drawn to you because mm-hmm. you're the light in the darkness. No. <laughs> but I'm, I just ask that everybody out there listening uh, join us, Amen. the GSR family, in prayer for these people. And I think uh, our guest, uh, he can, before he starts his testimony, he can probably uh, uh, bring one up as well. Um, Right now, our guest tonight is probably about, as I guess, probably five years late. But according to God's timing, it's right on time. Right on time. (laughs) Right on time. Um, He's a a good friend, brother, um, mentor, so to speak. And... um, um, I, it was my uh, three strikes and you're out. I asked him three times, and the last time or two, I didn't even get a, a an answer. Kind of like he made it look like it went right over his head. But um, through, through circumstances and all, and his uh, youngest daughter being on a, uh, about a month ago, um, tonight, after five years, John Denman. <laughs> welcome, John. Ooh, Brother John, welcome. My goodness, Thank this you. is exciting. Thank you all very much for having me here this evening. It's a it's pleasure. An, it's an honor to be here. So, Thank you. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it may have taken a while to get me here, Mike, yep. but now, now's... Now's the the day when I'm supposed to be here. It is. I know. I agree with that a thousand percent. We know that. I really do. We know know that. We believe that. And Uh, we were talking in the kitchen before we came in here, and you had something else that, uh, you know, I'm sure you want to bring up. So go ahead. Yeah, uh, I would uh, like you guys to join us in prayer for uh, my uh, wife's dad, Robert, my father-in-law. He is... uh, He's been going downhill pretty quick here in the last few weeks. He's 92, uh, and uh, the dementia is getting uh, a bit worse, and uh, he's just really, really confused right now. And um, I just pray that God will comfort him, and you know, if it's time for him to go home, that He would take him home and and uh, and help him in that way that He would give him that comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, he's ministered to. A lot of people. He is a retired Southern Baptist pastor. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, he fought for this country. He uh, on D Day, he landed on Utah Beach. Wow! At seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. Wow! Well, uh, so, some I, of the stuff you had mentioned to me, it just sounds like me. He's fighting it. Uh, yeah, in, in a in a sense, there there is some of it there that he's kind of trying to, you know. Hang on. Yeah, and and there are little threads of stuff that he he still tries to grab and grasp, and mm-hmm. you know I'll say things to him that you know joking with him and that and get him laughing and and that. So there's there's still some stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's still in there. Yeah, I just wanted to say real quick, guys, when you pray for people, you are partnering with God 
Amen. in those people's lives. Mm-hmm. That is a form of ministry right there. So don't think that you can never do anything. Throwing up prayers for people is huge and you're speaking into their lives. Right. And as it is right now at Real Life, the uh, uh, series that they're going through right now is called Prayer Works. And it does. Amen to that. Uh, I've, I, d- I uh, don't think that I would want to get up and try to start my day anymore without prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to when I guess I didn't know any better, or I knew better, but I, I didn't. And today, uh, I have to pray about everything. Uh, anything that you don't pray about, you leave up to chance. Mm-hmm. And chances are something's going to go wrong. <laughs> so it's uh, just a great idea to to pray. God wants to be involved in everything. We don't take just the big things to him, but take those little things to him as well. It because, took me a long time to learn that, John. I'll tell you, that's a, a the little ones, That it's a rough one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you keep taking those little ones and put them in the bucket and put them in the bucket, pretty soon the bucket's full. Mm-hmm. Now it's a big one. Mm-hmm. Now you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I I should have been, then you're like, oh, my heavens. I should have been taking these little ones to him. I hear a lot of people say that they don't want to bother God with their <laughs> little problems, you know, and mm-hmm. they don't realize he wants them. Yeah. Well, you also have to stop and look at who's telling them that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, your heavenly father would not say that to you. I don't want to be bothered with your stuff. Right. And if you know for a fact that your heavenly father would not say something like that to you, then we know who it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who wants to stop us because he knows how powerful we are. Mm-hmm. He knows the power of prayer. Anything he can do to stop that prayer, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where our power lies. We've been given all authority over him. That's right. Over the power of the evil one. That's right. All. Yes. God didn't say, I'm going to give you a little bit. I'm going to give you some. He said, I'm going to give you all of it. Right. You have all authority Amen over the power of Yeah. <clears throat> I know Mikey's really good with scripture. You know which one that is? What? That he gives us all authority. No, it's not coming quickly to my mind. Luke 10, 19. Oh. Mike is usually like Johnny on the spot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I had the other one that he was, when he was talking about pray about everything, I had that one ready, but uh-huh. I let it go. What one was that, Mike? <laughs> huh? Where is that? Okay. It's in uh, Philippians. Pray about everything with prayer and supplication. Mm-hmm. With Thanksgiving. With Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the Thanksgiving part. Mm-hmm. So we have John Demon in the house. Yes, we do. I'm, it's going to let him take over. First, though, I want to thank everybody that's uh, on Mixler tonight listening and uh, everybody that's on YouTube tonight. We've got a bunch on YouTube. All right. Uh, Jim Young checking in with us. Yeehaw. We got, Jim. We got some of the Breakfast Club. Oh, yes. Yeah. On YouTube tonight. <laughs> awesome. So thank you, Jim. And anybody else that's on YouTube, uh, pipe up in the chat and uh, and let me know you're there. And if you have any questions along the way, you can chat with us on YouTube. You can chat with us on Mixler. Feel free if you have questions. Feel free. Yeah. We're here for you. It's our only agenda. Yep. Okay, John. So now Take you it away, chance John. after five years. Yes, Go for sir. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I get sit I get to sit right next to you. You do. <laughs> oh. Lord guide my heart, my thoughts, and my words. Amen. As I sit here this evening. Um, I'll tell you, it has it's really been a long road. And uh, when you first start, you don't you don't think of it like that. It's mm-hmm. more that you know, uh, here we go, here we go, here's today, here's this, and you finally figure out this is a journey that I'm on. And I just started a little late. That's all. I just I started later than some people. Uh, you know, God kept hitting me with the tree limb, and it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. He needed to drop the tree on me and say, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm talking to you over here, uh-huh. buddy. <laughs> I need you over here. Uh, you know, uh, growing up was 
uh, not really that much fun mm. for me. Um, you thought it was, though, at the time, probably. Uh, uh, well, some things of it, but it, uh, I was the oldest of seven at the house, and Dad wasn't there a lot, but I was supposed to be helping to watch the kids and everything, and, you know, he would, uh, he would drink pretty good sometimes. And when you when he comes home and you're the oldest and you were supposed to be watching the kids, then it's like, look, I'm a little kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you're supposed to be watching them. You're supposed to help. So I'm like, wow. So it get it would get pretty rough. Mm-hmm. I know I was uh, there sometimes. So uh, and uh, I I think that the path from there, I started hanging around a bunch of guys I shouldn't have been hanging around with, and. Uh, my dad actually hung out with these boys' dad. <laughs> so it was really, it was oh. really not a good mix. No. <laughs> we weren't set up for success there. No. Yeah. So um, that, that just wasn't a, a really good spot to be in. But I ended up, you know, I came out of there and uh, I traveled for a while uh, with one of my buddies, just kind of. And we were just kind of living in the streets. And uh, I lived in the streets in Atlanta for a little while. And I lived in the streets in New Orleans for a little while. And I went back to Canton, Ohio. And uh, not long after I was back there, at 16, uh, I got married. Wow. And by the time I turned 17, I had a daughter. And so... Uh, I was having a hard time finding a job, and uh, my ex-father-in-law, he says, hey, he goes, I got a buddy over here. We'll get you a job. So he did, and it was on a drilling rig. Oh, boy. Wow. Talk about that insult to injury. Uh, It paid well. In 1977, I started working on a drilling rig, and uh, it paid too well. Mm-hmm. 1977 gas is 62 cents a gallon and we were drinking because mm-hmm. that's what I had been around mm-hmm. and uh, it was almost like they kind of condoned the drinking there it, it, if you don't drink you're not going to be there long mm-hmm. and it, so it was like wow okay. it was the social activity of choice you know uh, yeah well I'll tell you what I've I had guys who were there during the 10 years I was there uh, that stopped drinking and within a week, two weeks, they were gone. Because wow. They, well, they couldn't be around the rest of us. They, they just couldn't. Of course not. You can't get clean in that type of an environment. Yeah. You, you have to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once you'll separate yourself, then uh, you'll, you'll be okay. Right. Um, I don't drink anymore today. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a drink in uh, right at 10 years. Congratulations. Since I've had a drink. And uh, of everything I kept trying to control and I kept trying to run it. And, you know, almost 10 years ago, my boss that I worked for, Bradley uh, Watkins, uh, over at Friedrich Watkins, he came up and he handed me this book uh, called Wild at Heart. And he said, hey, he goes, read this book, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I took the book and I read it and uh, (laughs) I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it exposed me for who I was. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It exposed me for the poser that I was to everybody. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when when we first meet a person, we may see about three or four percent of that person right it's like an iceberg yeah and you don't know and you can't see what's down underneath mm-hmm. okay and so the thing is we choose the three or four percent you get to see mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah we choose it mm-hmm. what I'm gonna let you see mm-hmm. and how I want you to perceive me yeah so ooh. Uh, that got exposed really fast. And I, and so he came back 
uh, to me about two weeks later, and he said, so Johnny goes, hey, did, did you read that book? And I said, yeah, I read it. And he said, well, what'd you think? I said, well, I didn't like it. <laughs> and I didn't tell him why. I just told him I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And he turned around and he walked out of my office. You know, I worked for this guy for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So he comes back a couple days later. He said, you know, we have a boot camp based on that book that I gave you. And I would really like you to come with me and join me. And I'm like, look, I already told you. I didn't <laughs> like the book. What makes you think I'm going somewhere with you? Mm-hmm. I'm not going with you. Uh, and, of course, I'm drinking. It's after hours for the next two or three attempts of him trying to talk to me about this. And uh, we're standing out in the back of the shop drinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm cussing at him. <laughs> and he's trying to help me. <laughs> it's not you really cussing at him. It's what was in you. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was pretty disrespectful. Right. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, he finally, uh, he said something to me about, uh, you know, about going again. And I said, well, I said, you know, I really can't. Uh, uh, just take off like that because I'm on security at the church. He goes, well, give me their number. I'll call the, I'll call the head guy. I'm like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. I said, well, I haven't asked, uh, I haven't said anything to my wife. He goes, oh, he goes, well, I know Nancy. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give me her number? <laughs> he, he said, I'll call her for you, no problem. I'm like, uh, you were yeah. learning these skills early on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then. <laughs> I said, well, I just don't have the money to go. And he looked at me and he goes, you know, I didn't ask you that. He said, I'm going to help you get to the first one, and then you're going to help other men. And I just went, oh, okay. And I turn around and I walk out of his office. And I start down the hall and I'm like, what did I just say? What did he just say? I told him I'll go, but he told me that I'm going to help other men. I told, I don't even want to go. Why am I going to help somebody else go? So I was really uh, kind of, I wasn't sure what to say mm-hmm. or think right then. Uh, very first thought in my head was how I was going to last the four days without a drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was my my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. I've got to go to boot camp for four days, and I can't drink. And uh, that's a really real fear too for an alcoholic, you know. Absolutely, it is. Uh, and you know, my wife uh, Nancy had uh, prayed for me for fourteen years to stop drinking. Wow, fourteen years of crap that she went through. Mm-hmm. And uh, my girls went through. So those things that you see and hear my girls say today, mm-hmm. that's from their mom. <laughs> so, uh, and from her dad, Robert. So he used to bribe them with ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> What's this scripture and this scripture? And if they learned the scripture and everything, then he'd take them for ice cream. So. Uh, that was really, really good. Grandpas know how to pull strings. <laughs> they do. They do. And he did, he did a wonderful, wonderful job because he stepped in when I wasn't. Mm-hmm. He stepped in and fathered them. He probably understood. Yeah. I, I know I'm very grateful for it. Mm-hmm. I am extremely grateful to him for, for doing that. Um, it, uh, so it finally came for the day for me to go to boot camp. Mm -hmm. And of course, Nancy and I, we hadn't been talking very much because she's pretty upset because I drink. And uh, so I got ready to go that day and she looked at me, she goes, you know, you need to sign those papers out there before you go. Uh, Because my divorce papers were actually laying on my kitchen table. Oh, wow. And uh, I said, well, I said, I'm going to boot camp right now. We'll talk about this when I come back. And I turned around and walked out the door. I mean, I didn't hug her, anything. I, I turned around and walked out the door. And I'm like, wow, you know, uh, 
So I get there to boot camp, and while it was a whirlwind, uh, it was Jesus through a fire hose Mm. to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it was... I I can imagine, you know, going from zero to full throttle one weekend. Uh It was uh, extremely overwhelming to me because of being so intoxicated all the time that there's really a world going on around me Mm -hmm. and you don't see it. Because you're too busy numbing it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly it. When, you know, we medicate ourselves through drugs, alcohol, or whatever we do, Mm -hmm. uh, when we can't handle reality. We're trying to put a, give a, a physical solution to a spiritual problem. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, um, it, uh, I found out that these 140 guys that I was sitting there with were struggling with the same thing I was. Oh, wow. Surprise. And it's like, I thought I was the only one who struggled with that. What do you mean you struggle with that? You know, you're listening to some of these conversations that were going on because, I mean, I didn't really know anybody. I The only person I knew who was there was Bradley. I didn't know anybody else out of 140 guys that are there. So I'm like, oh, boy. Uh, I did make a couple friends before I got out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, one of the guys that I met was uh, Simon Morgan. And uh, Simon's from the UK. He was uh, Mr. Universe twice. Wow. So, and he is a uh, very large guy. I bet. <laughs> to be Mr. <laughs> Universe. <laughs> yes. So, we ended up uh, over in the kitchen area having coffee at 3.30 and 4 o'clock in the morning together. And just talking through things. Mm-hmm. You know, God kind of separated us and set us over there together and said, mm-hmm. Here you go. And, uh, I mean, we've sat down and had some of those talks, Mike, oh. before. And they're, they're, uh, they're very refreshing. Mm-hmm. They're very enlightening. Mm-hmm. And uh, they carry a lot of weight because God's the one sitting there with you. Mm-hmm. So, now, of course, on that first boot camp, I don't know that. See, that's, I'm on the journey now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the cool thing is, the guy who didn't want to go, me, uh, we have a we have a boot camp coming up uh, next month, uh, September 13th through the 16th, and that will be boot camp number 22 for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. The guy who didn't want to go. Right. <laughs> okay. To the guy That's... that would help other guys. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not doing that either, right? But I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's you awesome. Know? So um, there are a lot of really good men who have joined me. And it's to go see and hear what God really has for you. It, you know, he sent his son here to restore us to what we were meant to be. The husband, the friend, the father that we were meant to be. Mm-hmm. The, the mother's and the women that we were meant to be, the givers of life, you know. Uh, so it's, uh, when, when you finally figure this out, I mean, I've had, I had to go back and uh, I apologize to Brad. I'm like, oh my heavens, man, I can't believe I talked to you that way. He goes, you're here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're here now, John. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... I'm on the leadership team there <laughs> <laughs> with the larger story. And, uh, we are continuously inviting new men to come and hear what God has to say. And uh, it's an amazing, amazing journey because when I came back from that boot camp, uh, after four days and I came back, I walked in. And, of course, I don't say anything to Nancy when I first get there. Just kind of, you know, when I walked out and left, you know, it was Mm kind of nobody was saying much other than sign the papers. And Mm -hmm. so for two days, I don't say anything because I was afraid to say something to her. 
because I thought that she would bring up the papers. Mm -hmm. So after two days, I went to her and I said, you know what? I said, I do not know what happened over the last four days over there. I said, but I will never be the same. And she just looked at me and she goes, well, we'll see. And she turned around and walked away. And I did too. And it's like, wow, I'm safe. At least she didn't <laughs> say, well, right. know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm safe. Right. I, mm-hmm. I haven't had a drink in uh, five, six days. And it's like, okay. She didn't tell me anything about the papers. So I'm safe for now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's uh, after getting back uh, for a while and I end up in these other groups, Bible study groups with some of the guys I was in camp with. And uh, they popped up and they said, John, you know, you need to read this book, Fathered by God. You need to take, it's another one of Eldridge's books. Mm -hmm. So I pick it up. And I go through and I'm reading it. And uh, one thing he said was, have you ever looked at God as your heavenly father? And I'm like, how can he be my heavenly father? I'm here. He's up there somewhere. Because I just, I I wasn't getting it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and then he turned around and he, he, as I went on through the book, he's like, I turned the page and he says, it's time we forgive our fathers. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You have no idea what I went through. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. and I, I tossed the book. And, you know, I'm like, this took me a couple days to cool down over this book. And I go over and I pick it back up. And in a couple paragraphs, guess what he does? He tells you, now that you've picked this book back up, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like he knew you were yeah. going to throw it. Yeah. Um, but I actually ended up going through the uh, workbook that went for that, with that book. And it was one of the greatest healing things that God ever gave me. Mm-hmm. He helped me to heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this th- this is the business that God's in. This is what He does. Mm-hmm. Restoration. He, it is. It is. It's restoration, mm-hmm. and that's what He comes here for. You know, for the Son of Man came to 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 set us free. And uh, when when we don't when we don't respond to that, He's not going to force you to. But if we don't respond to it, then it just, you know, it, it's just like there. Well, sometimes and, we just get comfortable in bondage. Oh, we do. We do. We get so comfortable in it and we just, we, we, we sit there in it. And uh, I mean, uh, it, it's even like the bondage of the, of the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Once you get as far away from it now as what I am, you know for a fact that it takes at least two years or maybe more for the fog to lift. Wow. Mm. Wow. Where you're really staring reality Mm -hmm. back in the face again. Uh, And in in order to do that, you you have to follow the king. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember going out. I used to, I didn't drink in the house much. I tried to not drink in front of my daughters and I would, I would, they knew I drank. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm not fooling them, but I just, I would go outside and I'd go around the corner and I'd sit on these bricks and I would, uh, and I would drink. Mm -hmm. So, um, I went out there and I sat down on those bricks And I said, well, uh, you know, Lord, I've had enough of this alcohol, and I think you already know that, and I really need you to take it because you and I both know I don't need it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I truly believe with all my heart that he took it 
that day, sitting on those bricks. Mm-hmm. And um, I got up and I left there. And I came back a couple days later. And I sat back down here again. I'm like, man, Lord. I said, I have such an empty spot sitting here in my heart now, this big hole. And I, Lord, I just need you to fill this full of your Holy Spirit. I need you to help me. And he did. Mm-hmm. And that set me out on the journey of, of trying to help all these other men mm-hmm. besides my trying to catch up on my family. And I, I did have to find some uh, common ground in there because I almost went overboard way too far mm-hmm. the other the other way was trying to help other men and and put my family to the side mm-hmm. so um, you know because you 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 live for the job and you're not you're not gonna miss any work because that's your beer money <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it uh it's a wonderful journey if you'll just listen to him and accept it. I mean, in Revelation 3.20, he tells you that he stands at the door and knocks. You know, he's talking to believers there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, it's not like he's talking to people who are non-believers. He's talking to believers that I stand at the door and knock, and if you will open the door, I will we'll come, come in with in. you. Yeah? Yep. And... uh you know, he, the, the amazing things that God has done for me personally, the things I have watched him do uh, for people around me, mm-hmm. that we have come and joined with him uh, in prayer over mm-hmm. for other people. I mean, we've had some pretty crazy stuff happen right in front of us, and we're like, whoa, what the, look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, all authority. It, amen. It is all authority. Uh, we had a young man who was 21 years old who got in some really bad trouble with a gun involved and was sentenced to 21 years in prison. Wow. And uh, he came up to real life to a Monday night men's group, and he his uncle came. He had already been sentenced and sent away. They, I think he went up to, he was going to Stark or somewhere. But uh, they had already taken this guy away. So his uncle came and told all of us about it in Monday night men's group. And so we said, hey, let's, you know, he goes, will you guys pray for him? And then we're like, okay, sure we will. <laughs> we, we've been there. We've been in trouble. So absolutely we will. And we, uh, we put him in the middle to stand in the gap for his, for his uh, nephew. Mm-hmm. And we prayed over him. And we prayed that, since we knew what he was getting ready to walk into, that God would protect him. That's what we prayed for. We Mm -hmm. prayed protection over him in all areas. That was on a Monday night. On Thursday night, I got a call from my buddy Rick, and he said, John, you're not going to believe who's sitting here beside me. (coughs) They dropped all the charges and released the, the young man after he had been sentenced. Wow. That never happens. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Talk about making a way where there is no way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you've been sentenced, you're sentenced. Right. Yeah. He's already been loaded up on the bus and gone. Mm-hmm. And on Thursday evening, he was sitting beside Rick in his living room. Well, holy smokes. <laughs> so That's the God we serve. Oh, amen. Amen. These are the kind of things that happen around us and continue to happen around us on a daily basis if we will just stop and listen and look. Uh, You know, Scripture tells us about that still, small voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, he yelled at me to stop. (laughs) But when he tells me what I need to hear, it's a whisper. It's that still small voice that he talks to me in, and uh, I'll tell you, I'm I am so blessed today. Uh, Nancy and I've been married for 24 years. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Amen. A lot of people don't get to say that anymore. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. 
Amen. Uh, I'm truly blessed uh, to have Nancy uh, as my partner uh, beside me. Yeah. She's a wonderful mother, wife. Uh, she's a great friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look at your two girls. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, those girls. They're so to- precious. <laughs> God has blessed me. Yes. <laughs> yes, Indeed. he has. Amen to that. You know, I didn't, he didn't really have to let me see any of this. Nope. When I was reading, going through that book, Father by God, I was sitting there reading that, and they came in one evening when I was reading that, and they stopped, and they said, hey, Dad, we want to show you this and this, you know, and and I'm like, okay, so I close the book, and they go over there 30 seconds of my time, you know, and they walk back out of the room. I'm reading the book again, and they come back in. You know, about three or four minutes later, hey, Dad, we want to show you this and this. And I'm like, I'm getting a little huffy here. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So by the third time that they do this, uh, I'm getting pretty upset. Mm -hmm. And and I finally, I just, bam, I closed the book, slammed it shut, threw it down on the floor and said, go ahead. And I actually sat there and listened to them for probably about the next 10 to 15 minutes. And, you know, my girls are pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, you know, because they finished and they walked away, and I'm like, wow, they're pretty funny. And I didn't open the book back up in that that I was reading for three or four days. And once I did, and I got a couple paragraphs into that, God was telling me that I gave you a glimpse of what you've been missing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He said, this is just a glimpse, John, mm-hmm. of what you're missing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was quite a turnaround for me mm-hmm. that day, uh, that he would say that well, to me. in the first book that you read, you know, the, the little girls are twirling in front of you saying, can you see me? Yeah. You see me twirling? Uh, Do you love me? Yep. Am I captivating? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see me? That's Am what I they beautiful? were saying. Mm-hmm. That's what they were saying. Yep. Absolutely. You know, the little girl will put on the dress, mm-hmm. and the and the mom will look at it and tell her it looks good. Okay, let me go see what daddy says. Mm-hmm. Because it's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yep. They they go. Let's see what daddy says, and they twirl around. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but. Uh, it, it is. It has been such a wonderful journey. When I when when I figured out the fact, and I've come to the realization of it for certain now, that because of all the different things that we've gone through, uh, that I've that I went through, that my family has gone through, my daughters have gone through, um, that when you figure out that God is all you've got. And you come to that realization that he's all you really need then. Mm-hmm. And it's not the easiest thing in the world to swallow. No. But if you will swallow that pill, is it is just really great on the other side. Mm-hmm. Even on a bad day. I mean, even when Skyler was sick, I'd come in and I'm thinking, oh, I had this bad day and this and that. And I walk in and I come around the corner and there sits Skyler on the couch listening to her Jesus jam. Radio gone. She's singing with it and tears just running down her face and she, in pain. Mm-hmm. And she's still singing. It's like, well, I guess my day wasn't really that bad mm-hmm. at all, was it? Mm-hmm. This is God still using them mm-hmm. right. to show me. Yep. And, and uh, when she uh, went to Arkansas then, it started getting better. And I prayed and prayed with the girls for a long time and, because we pray out loud together every night. I go in and pray over them. Uh, we sit in a room and pray together. And I always tell them that, you know, Lord, we're standing down here in the valley, but we're not going to let go. This is where everybody lets go. But we're not going to let go because we're going back to the top of the mountain with you. 
Mm-hmm. And when you start walking, we're going with you. Mm-hmm. And I remember Skylar when she was out there and had been there for three or four weeks <coughs> in uh, in Arkansas. I uh, I remember talking to her and I said, Skylar, God's starting back up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And oh man, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can't even imagine how hard that must have been for you guys to go through as a family. It it is, but you see, it makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. It helps you. You grow. I mean, I I still sit back and look at the things of how uh, all of us grew through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Skyler, you know, it's like wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just she goes. God told me I was going to talk, Daddy. I just couldn't figure out why, and it, and I found out it wasn't for me to figure out why. Mm-hmm. But him. That girl has so much wisdom in a little body. Yes. My goodness. Yeah, you should walk into that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine, John. <laughs> yeah. And if, and if anybody's wondering out there, that was his daughter that gave uh, her testimony on session 167. Mm. Yeah, Skylar Denman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know a, a, a lot of your stuff. This is the one that comes to me at this point. Earlier on, you said Bradley said, what did he say to you? After you go to this one, you're going to what? That I was going to uh, uh, help other men get there. All right. If I remember correctly, didn't one of your daughters have a vision about you helping men? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I forgot all about that. but Mm, they. uh, I didn't. They did. They had a vision about me uh, talking and helping other men. This was way before. Yes, it was way before. And actually had described me standing on the stage speaking to these men and described the stage that had not been built yet. Mm -hmm. Mm. And you weren't built yet either. Uh, Oh, absolutely not. And that, that stage that she described had not been built yet. And that was whenever real life built their new building. Wow. It was a sanctuary. Wow. Where she, that she described. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I did end up getting to speak there to men. Mm-hmm. To uh, actually a couple of lar- pretty large groups of men. That's wonderful, John. Yeah. Certainly so, has been an inspiration to me. Same here. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't even have the words. Well, the 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 thing is, you know, it, that's another part of the journey, you know, that uh, if you want to gain your life, you have to lose it. Yes. And I, I had such a hard time understanding that. Mm-hmm. But it's so easy to understand now. I just need to give up my worldly things. And live a life with him. Mm-hmm. And it's really, uh, I shouldn't say it's just, it's not really that hard. Because it, 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 it can be pretty hard some days. Yeah, I think the flesh definitely rebels against that whole, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The flesh and the spirit are always sitting there, you know. Wrestling, yeah. Wrestling with each other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no doubt about that. But uh, I just... Uh, the opportunities that God has given me to be able to reach out to other people uh, and uh, and help them, uh, some people who had had uh, issues with alcohol and stuff, mm-hmm. and other people tried to talk to them, and they're like, we just don't understand. Can you help this person? Mm-hmm. I said, well, they have to help themselves, which they do. Uh, but uh, I said I would be, I'd be glad to talk to them. You know, and just I just share with them. Here's here's what went on, and here's how you're feeling. And they're sitting there looking at me like, "What were you around the corner spying <laughs> on?" <them?" laughs> no, I I did the same thing. So yeah. I know I know what that part's like. 
And I know how bad it is to live in that. So um, the, the life with God is much easier than the life I lived before. And in the drunkenness and the, the anger and, and I mean, God's still working on me, okay? I can still get flustered. Uh, the thing is, uh, if, you, if you go to uh, Mark 11, 22 through 25, it's another one of God's promises. And he tells us in there that uh, if you tell this mountain to go off into the ocean. It'll go. It'll go if you believe. Mm-hmm. He always says it behind every promise. If you believe. And in your case, the mountain was? <laughs> My alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, and then, so 22, 23, and 24 are the promise. Mm-hmm. And the key to all this is he tells us and it be, that because we are to love our neighbors as ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Love your God. Love your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Love on people. Mm-hmm. And in Mark eleven twenty five, he says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so your heavenly Father can forgive you your sins. That was not soaking into me very well. It's a tough thing to do. <laughs> it was. It's like, oh, my heavens. You know, I, I go down the road in the mornings now, and I pray and ask God to help me forgive. Yeah, because unforgiveness is another type of bondage again. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Not only do I ask him to help me forgive, but I ask him to help others forgive me. Oh, yes. That's good, John. <laughs> if, well, because it can... It can work both ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so help them because I'm going to do things that people don't care for. Right. Uh, So, you know, help me in that. Help me in my unbelief. Right. I love that story. Yeah. Yeah. Master, if you can do anything, if I can do anything. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. Could you imagine Jesus' face and he just turns around and goes, if I can do anything? If, yeah, you want to rephrase all, that? all things are possible for him who believes. That was his response. Mm-hmm. All things are possible mm-hmm. for him who believes. All Amen things. Once it, see, there's that word all again. Isn't yes. that a powerful word? It Three is a powerful yes, is. word. He didn't say some or little. Yeah. He said all. He doesn't use the word maybe. No. Or might. No. Or sometimes. Could be. Yes. You know, those are, uh, and that's one of the things I've watched Skylar sit there and do her Bible study and going through things, and she'll pick a word out like that and make sure that she understands what that word means and, and how it's used in that particular scripture and stuff. Yeah. And I'll tell you, that's it's really educating when you... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you'll stop and look at the words that have been used. Uh, I even like, I've got a few sermons that I like to listen to by other pastors that mm-hmm. will explain some of the things out in the Greek, and it'll give all new meaning to mm-hmm. a scripture. Mm-hmm. So uh, he is, he's growing us up. Mm-hmm. We're constantly learning and uh, as my one buddy Eric says, we are living a new normal. Mm-hmm. We we pray things and we expect them to happen mm-hmm. because that is how it works. Mm-hmm. When I pray for this, I I, ex- I expect an answer, even mm-hmm. if it's no. Mm-hmm. I still expect an answer. Yes. And you know, Dad will give you one. He will. It just brought to mind, I remember we were in a a Bible study on Monday night, and we were all sitting there, and Eric was running late. There was a problem. And he texted you and asked to pray. And we all huddled up and prayed. And then he showed up, and we told him we prayed, 
And he said, what time was that? And we told him what time it was. <laughs> and that's when everything got released. I think he was stuck in traffic or something. Right. And that's why he asked us, what time was it that we prayed? And as soon as we, you know, he smiled because that's... He knew. He knew. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of another story in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he... he uh, that's why I'm saying, you know, he'll live these things out with us and through us in our lives uh, if we'll just stop and listen. If we'll make ourselves available to him, he will use us to glorify him. Mm -hmm. And I mean, uh, it does make it easier to glorify God with all this stuff when when he takes and makes my life as much easier than what it what it was i don't have to try to keep figuring things out anymore i just you know hey god what do you think about this one can you help me figure this out and uh i've uh i've said that many times at my on my job and uh i would never step out of my truck onto a job site without inviting God into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, he is my wisdom, my understanding, and my knowledge through the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do the same. Yeah. Before I get to, out of that car on my way to work, I pray to let his light shine through. Amen. Yep. And I, I don't get there a, any day until I do that. Amen to that. I ask him to give me wisdom beyond my years. You know, just, uh, and he does. He shows up in, a, in an amazing way when we'll take that time, when we'll dedicate that time, or just you and him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In your years, which is going to be one more in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nice one, Mike. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> that right in there. Well hey, played, sure my wow. friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a carrot cake Saturday. <laughs> oh, are you bringing a carrot cake? Uh, okay, wasn't planning on it. Okay, no. good because Cat is bringing a carrot cake. Oh, <laughs> he can eat too. Uh, <laughs> wow, wow! So, so there was uh, worth the five years, I guess. I think so. All right, I and, would say. And we, and and uh, God Stories Radio is the king of the shameless plugs. So if you want to go. For that again, yeah. Please plug the boot camp because I have, uh, uh, I've got a slide. Yeah, we uh, for certain. If you are having that tug on your heart and you're not really sure what it is, uh, I would invite you to come and join us. Uh, you can go to thelargerstory.com and you can hear all about us there uh, on on the website. It tells about our upcoming boot camp. Uh, uh, September 13th through 16th. And uh, I, there's there's only, like I tell all the other guys, I, I really don't know what God will have for you there at that boot camp. But I will promise one thing. He will show up. Yes, he will. I've been to four of them. He will show up. And he... When and he it's, it's a different thing every time. When, when he shows up, it's... I mean, you... I have, I have got to have the honor of watching God change men, every man who has ever walked through the door of that boot camp with me, mm -hmm. and even men I don't know, mm -hmm. and some in a little way, and some in a huge way, mm -hmm. but I have watched him change every single man that came through the door. Mm -hmm. and, and not only that, it, you know, I get to see some of the guys and know the way they are and then get to see the way they come back. And not only that, and I let them know if they're going and everything else. I says, not only will you be blessed, but your wife and your family will be blessed oh, as well. Amen. The people around you. Absolutely. Everyone. Yeah. So. And then the next time the wife <clears throat> kind of pushes them to go. Yes. <laughs> we, I have many wives who come and say, hey, man, uh, about time for you to take my husband with you again. <laughs> uh -huh. TikTok, honey. <laughs> That's right. It's called doing life. Yeah. 
All right. Well, yeah. that was session 172, Fritz. I would say. And if you want more information, uh, I did put the slide up for the YouTube viewers. Uh, it's thelargerstory.com, and you can go there and register for the boot camp, get all the information you need, and uh, uh, you can always contact us here at godstoriesradio at gmail.com, and we can get you the information, or we can, if you have any questions or anything for John, you know, we can... He'd be more than happy to answer them, and we can get them to him. And uh, just an amazing man of God, and we're so privileged to have him yes. here tonight. Yes, I'm, I'm honored for you guys to ask me to be here. It's yeah. uh, just an amazing so show. Thank you. I knew it was going to be good. So we want your testimony as well. God's yes, Stories we Radio do. at gmail.com. If you're, you know, kind of mic shy, you can. We've had people write their testimony and send it in, and we're not scared to read it. I'm not hard to get along with. No, I know. Jeez. <laughs> I know. That's Mikey shy, not Mike yeah, shy. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, we uh, we got like what uh, two more booked, and then after that, we're open. Got two more booked, but we also have one that's sort of, kind of pending. Sort of, kind of. Um, trying to pull up. So yes, app. we want your testimony. Yep, and just ask for uh, additional prayer because we got uh, some. God Stories Radio has got some things going on. We've been invited to TV 45 and to Z88. And, you know, we just want God's will and uh, and expanding the ministry. And, and we're just glad to be stewards of it. And like Absolutely. I said, bringing hope and encouragement has been our only agenda since we got started. And thank the people that push the button and support us. And, and uh, we just thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. All right. Yes, and thank you again for... If you listen from the beginning, that we are, uh, and join us in prayer for those uh, requests that we asked for earlier on. We'd uh, greatly appreciate it, and so wouldn't they. Amen. Amen to that. Yep. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for session 172. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless. God will take care of